Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is June 22nd. Today we're going to begin section 68 of the Doctrine and Covenants. And I absolutely love this section. I feel like it's so rich in doctrine and I'm super excited to study it. So let's start at the very beginning. Verse 1 says, My servant Orson Hyde was called by his ordination to proclaim the everlasting gospel by the Spirit of the living God. Now, upon first reading of that part of verse 1, it would be easy for us to think, okay, well, this is a doctrine or this is a revelation that's specific for Orson Hyde, right? We read that and we see, okay, Orson Hyde was called to this ordination or this calling to preach the gospel because of his ordination in the priesthood or because of his calling. And if we do that, then we check out of what the actual principle is for us to learn there. He was called by his ordination or by a responsibility that he was given. But my friends, each one of us, by way of covenant, because we've been baptized into the church, because we are most likely of the lineage of Ephraim or Manasseh and have the duty to preach the gospel and to gather scattered Israel, all of us in some form have an ordination to preach the gospel by the spirit of the living God. Now, we might not have hands laid on our heads and be set apart as missionaries. We might not be given a priesthood ordination to that responsibility, but every single one of us, by virtue of covenants, bears that responsibility to preach the gospel. President Eyring once said, For years we have heard the phrase, every member a missionary. That is not a choice. It is a fact by our membership. Our choice is to speak to others about the gospel or not. Now, that is a very almost hard quote for me to hear. Um, It makes me feel guilty because member missionary work has never been my strong point. But here he says it's not our choice whether as members of the church we decide to be missionaries or not. Our membership automatically enrolls us in the work of God, automatically enrolls us and calls us to this position of being a missionary. It's not a choice whether we have that call. It's not a choice whether we're given that responsibility. The choice comes with what we're going to do about it. Are we going to act upon that responsibility? Are we going to live up to that responsibility? I know I need to do so much better. I remember being a young missionary in Peru, vowing to myself that I would never be disconnected with missionary work, that I would always be active and anxiously engaged in it. And I tell you what, there's something that happens when that badge comes off that makes you a little more timid. But I need to be better because by way of my membership, it is my responsibility to proclaim the everlasting gospel by the spirit of the living God. But when it comes to missionary work, there are so many promises given to us. Elder Holland once said, I promise that because of your faithful response to the call to spread the gospel, he will bind up your broken hearts, dry your tears, and set you and your families free. That is my missionary promise to you and your missionary message to the world. My friends, our Father in Heaven delights to bless us and wants to bless us and invites each and every one of us to be part of His great cause of gathering Israel. That is the great work of these latter days, and we are to be anxiously engaged in that work, an active part of that work. 
But the fortunate thing is, is that we are not in that alone. We aren't given the responsibility to preach the gospel and then left to our own devices. Our Father in heaven has given us that promise of having his spirit to be with us and to teach us and to guide us through that responsibility. And then Orson Hyde is told that he needs to be an example to others on how to preach and how to proclaim the gospel. Starting in verse 3, he says, And this is the example unto them, that they shall speak as they are moved upon by the Holy Ghost. So he's saying, Orson, you need to set the example of how to preach by the Holy Ghost so that they can follow that example and also preach by the Holy Ghost. And then verse 4 says, And whatsoever they shall speak when moved upon by the Holy Ghost shall be scripture, shall be the will of the Lord, shall be the mind of the Lord, shall be the word of the Lord, shall be the voice of the Lord, and the power of God unto salvation. Now, I really like this scripture, especially in the context of member missionary work. Oftentimes, we get nervous to open our mouths because we don't know what we are going to say. But if we remember that God's work and his glory is to bring to pass salvation, and if we believe this scripture that the Holy Ghost will move on us to speak the words of the Lord unto the power of salvation, then we can have confidence opening our mouths and speaking gospel truth. I do want to put a disclaimer in here on this scripture, though, because oftentimes I feel like this scripture is a little bit misunderstood. Sometimes I think we believe that everything that a leader or a prophet has ever spoken is doctrine and is scripture because of this scripture, because it says that anything spoken when moved upon by the Holy Ghost is scripture. Elder Christofferson once said, not every statement made by a church leader past or present necessarily constitutes doctrine. It is commonly understood in the church that a statement made by one leader on a single occasion often represents personal, though well-considered, opinion not meant to be official or binding for the whole church. The prophet Joseph Smith taught that a prophet is only a prophet when he is acting as such. So when speaking of this scripture, when trying to understand it, I do think it's important that we recognize that for our leaders, whether we hear a quote from some prophet at some time, and we need to step back and we need to say, okay, in what capacity were they speaking? Were they speaking as a prophet or were they speaking as a man? And so I think that that's important to understand here. Now, that being said, please don't misunderstand me or get me wrong. I have a deep-seated belief in living prophets and apostles that guide the earth today. I believe and have a testimony of the fact that the restoration of the gospel is ongoing and that God's revelation has not ceased. He still speaks. He still reveals things to prophets and apostles today. But I also think that it's important that we understand this idea that Elder Christofferson talked about as well. But I also think that there's another aspect of being moved upon by the Holy Ghost and how that can be scripture that is more personal for us. One of the things that I love about teaching the gospel is that sometimes you have this moment where you're speaking and all of a sudden your words aren't your own and the thoughts that are coming to your mind and the things that you're being taught are things that you've never considered before. And it's in those moments that I know that I'm teaching and speaking by the Holy Ghost because I'm being taught as much as I'm doing the teaching. And I think that that's really cool when looking at this verse here is that sometimes the Lord and the Holy Ghost will reveal things to us that are personal scriptures for us. 
Personal revelation can also work that way and can become personal scripture. It is important, though, to recognize that that is personal scripture. Alma chapter 12, verse 9 talks about how we can know the mysteries of God, but how those things are given for us to know, and we've been given a commandment not to preach them to other people. And so I absolutely love how personal this is, that when the Holy Ghost teaches us, when we speak by the Holy Ghost, when we learn by the Holy Ghost, we can be receiving personal scripture and personal revelation for our lives. My friends, I testify that God lives, that he knows us, that he loves us, and that the Savior Jesus Christ stands at the head of this church, that it is run through and by revelation. I'm so grateful for my knowledge that I can receive revelation for myself as well, both confirmation of truths that I hear and revelation for my life. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.